CMAA student chapter at the University of Hawaii at Manoa. During conference, I'm looking forward to learning more about the club industry and how leaders have adapted to the COVID-19 pandemic. I look forward to virtually interacting with you all and live from Honolulu, Hawaii, it's CMAA virtual. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Melissa. Happy, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. One day good, down. <laughs> good morning to all of our amazing conference attendees. I know Monday was a jam-packed first day, so we hope you had a fabulous experience. Yes, and we are obviously we're very excited to kick off day two of CMA Virtual. We again have another busy day, so please bear with us. We're gonna, you know, make sure you know the the top line items that you need to be paying attention to today, and we will get this show on the road. So first off we want to share with you who our um, featured speaker is for, the, for today. Melissa, do you wanna talk a little bit about that general education session? Sure, absolutely. So this afternoon, starting at 3.30 p.m., we'll hear from entrepreneur and best-selling author, John Hope Bryant. Um, he, he's gonna talk with us about Up From Nothing. American opportunity is not dead. Using the inspiring story of his own rise from humble beginnings, uh, John Hope Bryant is gonna show how individually we can change our mindset from survivor to thriver to winner and move beyond just getting by or being financially independent to become wildly successful. Wildly successful. So it's gonna be a great session, uh, one hour this afternoon, 3.30 to 4.30, and it's presented in partnership with Jonas, a CMAA strategic partner. That sounds like it's going to be a fantastic session, Melissa. Um, on top of that, you know, yesterday we we touched on the Club Business Expo, but if you haven't had time to visit the Club Business Expo yet, please do so. You can check out um, all of the companies offering the latest in products and services for your club's needs. Um, you can. The cool thing about the Club Business Expo is that you can interact directly with company representatives can head into their booths and either set up a one-to-one -one meeting time or maybe chat with somebody or just say, hey, I'm interested in your, in your company or your product. Please, you know, send me an email with more information. You can interact with them however is most comfortable for you. Um, but please check that out. Just head over to the Club Business Expo lobby and uh, get browsing, get scrolling. I'm never, I'm not going to let that one go, you guys. No, I'm, no. I'm not even going to apologize. It was that good. Not at all. <laughs> So last, uh, yesterday we discussed with you all the different networking break options. We hope you took advantage and got a sampling of all of those. Today we're gonna feature one of our breaks and ask the expert about Let's Talk Club KPIs, those key performance indicators. So join the Ask the Expert at one o'clock PM to talk with the Club KPI Task Force that worked to put together CMA's Universal Key Club Performance Indicators White Paper. You'll have the opportunity to discuss its contents and understand the implications for the industry. So check that out one o'clock today. You can also find out more about those, just follow the link in the email that you received today to understand the task force, uh, the work that it's been doing over the last year and how that's gonna be beneficial for our entire industry. You can actually submit your individual public comments um, on the white paper itself and those key performance indicators uh, through March, the middle of March this year. Wow. Oh, so if you haven't had a chance to do that, please do that, but also check out that networking break. Um, we want to make sure you stop by the idea fair. This year, our idea fair is huge, huge. We have record number of participants. I'm saying that. I think it's a record, right? It's got to be. 
It's, like, it's the record it's, for virtual participation. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Um, but you can uh, head over to the Idea Fair to browse those club tested innovations. And obviously in the year 2020, there were so many innovative ideas being implemented in clubs. I mean, COVID meant a lot of things, but mostly it meant ad adapting and evolving your existing club systems to fit in with what was going on with the pandemic. So there are, as I said, so many great ideas for you to check out. Please check out the Idea Fair tab in the main lobby and, you know, find some inspiration, find something that you can bring home to your club. Absolutely. Well, and we hope you were able to join at this morning's uh, workout, morning workout with CSFA partner TechnoGem. But if you didn't, don't forget to put this on your schedule for tomorrow morning, nine o'clock. You can rock out to the 80s with yes, our amazing colleague, uh, Christina Kruger. So um, no experience required. You're going to do some vinyasa yoga. So uh, starting at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, Kyle and I will definitely be there and it is suitable for all levels. So indeed. And Christina has the, you know, just the best energy to start your day with. If you don't know Christina or you haven't met her friends, she's great. And it'll be a little shot of, of I don't even know what to say because adrenaline just doesn't quite capture it. <laughs> She's fantastic, and that will be a wonderful way to start the morning. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm sure Melissa is as well. Um, we want to discuss the uh, career, you know, career services at conference are always a huge thing, um, but no different this year than any year in the past is that we have a number of CMA student members attending World Conference, um, and you know, students come to conference, this is their chance to network with managers, to look for jobs, to make those connections. And if you are looking to expand your club team, this is a perfect opportunity to do so. Um, please check out the career services tab. You can find that either in the main lobby or through the attendee member services tab in that main lobby as well. Uh, we have the conference only job board. All those postings are free of charge. They're free for you to post are obviously you know, included to look at if you're looking for a job. Um, you can attach the PDF uh, of the job you know, position description to you to that listing. And it's super fast, super easy. And uh, so if anyone has positions to advertise for, please go get those posted. And if you're looking for a job, head on over there as well. Absolutely. So if you haven't had a chance to visit the Pro Shop, we do encourage you to stop by. We've got some brand new items and some old favorites. So you'll show off your, hope you take this opportunity to show off your CMA pride with polos, t-shirts, ties, and much more. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to get another quick plug in that that voting button in the main lobby, still there, still there guys. So if you haven't voted yet, go vote, vote early. I'd say vote often, but you can only vote one time. This is not Chicago, Kyle. We can't do that. <laughs> oh, can't do that. Sorry. We will make no comments about um, elections here. Just go right. vote. That's really it. That's Absolutely. all we have to say about that. But, you know, make sure you take some time. If you have not voted yet, please do so. Um, voting will close later this week. Um, you have until Thursday at noon to cast your vote. Um, we wanted also to talk to you a little bit about the Club Resource Center. Melissa, what do we have with the Club Resource Center this week? 
Sure. So we know that a lot of clubs are looking for a staff training solution. That's a big challenge for a lot of facilities. Mm -hmm. So did you know that we have more than 2,700 club professionals that have completed nearly 30,000 courses versus via CMA (laughs) Club Resource Center? I did not know that. That is a lot. It is a lot. And so, you know, this is an invaluable online staff training tool. It's one you really can't afford to miss out. Um, Conference is a great opportunity to get to chat one-on-one with a member of the club resource team to get a demo, to learn more. So if you stop by the club resource center booth in the expo, or you can visit at any time cma.org backslash CRC demo. You can take advantage of the opportunity to learn more about what this could do for your club facility. Yeah, that sounds great. I didn't realize we had that many uh, folks that had completed training in the CRC. That's very impressive. I'm showing my, you know, ignorance here. That's fine. It's fine. Okay, friends, we're, we're one day down. I'm sure you're having a great time already. Uh, we want to we want to see how great of a time you're having. So please head over to the selfie station and uh, take take a picture. Take a great picture. Melissa and I are you know I'm I'm taking a mental picture right now of us doing our morning show because I never want to forget this experience. Um, <laughs> today our selfie station is uh, sponsored by John Deere Golf. And they are a CMA business partner. So head on over there, uh, take a goofy picture, and we look forward to seeing you share those. Anywhere, everywhere, use that hashtag CMA virtual. We'll be looking for them. So, <laughs> absolutely. We loved all the pictures we saw yesterday. So, keep those coming. Keep them coming, friends. Keep them coming. All right. Uh, we have, we are really excited. We're going to introduce a new segment today. It's called Good News. And I think this is such an important se- uh, segment of this show to us because, you know, the last year has felt challenging, I think would be the most pleasant way to say it. And and for some people, it, it may be a lot worse than challenging. But in the midst of all of the challenging uh, things that have happened in the last year, there have been moments of in, immense joy and things to celebrate. So we are going to share with you throughout the week, you know, little sprinklings of good news. Um, but today we want to share the good news of some of our most long-serving, not long-serving, excuse me, long-standing members. Um, Melissa, why don't you tell us a little bit about these uh, longevity milestones? Sure. So every year, um, the association honors men and women who've been members of associations for their 10-year mark. So they're 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, and yes, even 60 years of CMA membership. Um, Each year, um, a member reaches this this annual decade, um, they re- get a custom design pen and uh, an acknowledgement. And so we're honoring the folks that reached those uh, decade long uh, milestones in 2020. Together, these members have 4,880 years of membership in CMAA, which is just phenomenal. That's it's really an bananas. unbelievable commitment. So, but we have to give special props to the two gentlemen celebrating their 50th and 60 years of membership. So uh, a big kudos. Thank you so much for your commitment to our association. Um, John D. Hudson, CCM, who celebrated 50 years and James H. Brewer, MCM, who celebrated 60 years. What a commitment to our association. That's amazing. So kudos, (laughs) that's incredible. 
That is fantastic. The All right, kind of good news. Indeed, indeed. Melissa, before we move on, are there any other things we need to cover that we want to make sure people need to know before we head into uh, some of our other messages from our friends? I don't know. I think I don't maybe, know. I think we maybe covered everything. Uh, oh, one thing I just thought of: if you haven't logged your miles for the CF Virtual Fun Run yet, do yep. it. Do it. I uh, I went for a walk this morning. Got me some steps in put those in. Um, so, you know, I don't, I'm not at the top of the leaderboard by any means, but I'm just trying to, trying to get us all the way to San Diego. So get your, get your uh, miles logged friends, get your miles yep. logged. And don't forget those miles can be inside, outside. I know Kim was on her Peloton this morning. Kim Pasquale, we saw you. Thank you for, for getting yes. your miles in. So you got one of these bikes in your house. You can get on, pedal some miles. It'll count do that too, whatever, Absolutely. whatever it takes. Yeah, definitely check out the leaderboard. You'll find the links to that uh, via our email and on social media. Okay, great. Well, uh, Melissa, I think that wraps us up for all of our chitter chatter this morning. Um, we are really looking forward to sharing our little message from our friends at Royal Cup Coffee. Uh, we are joined by Donna Miller this morning. So please take a listen to what Donna has to say. And then following that, we were going to sit down and do our fast five with our friend Trevor Coughlin at Jonas. And you'll notice that this is a two-part interview. So we are gonna sit down with him today and we will sit down with him tomorrow. And you'll get to hear all about some really great trends um, in marketing and communications. So. Thank you all, and we look forward to chatting with you again soon. Take care, friends. Hello, my name is Donna Miller, and I am based out of sunny San Diego, California. I get the pleasure of working with all the clubs in the Southern California region. Today, I'm introducing HC Valentine. Enjoy. recording. So Melissa, take it away. Absolutely. We're excited for today's Fast Five with the CMAA Partnership Network. And we have Trevor Coughlin, the Vice President of Marketing with Jonas, a CMAA strategic partner here with us today. Thank you so much for joining us, Trevor. Where are you calling in from today? 
Thanks for having me. Uh, so I'm calling in from, I'm just looking out my window here, from a very snowy town just a little bit outside of Toronto. So uh, in the great white north, as you might want to call it. Awesome. So glad to be talking to you. Yeah. So Trevor, let's dive right into this. Let's talk about these top technology trends. What are you seeing? Well, uh, going into 2020, I think we had a pretty good idea of what we thought was going to happen. Um, and then that seemed to be a weird year. So uh, we ended up seeing a lot of things that uh, we didn't really expect. Um, if I kind of think about it, really, what, what we saw in 2020 was, was two big kind of trends emerge. Um, really clubs refocusing their efforts on specific member service. And obviously that was a must have because it was a great time of need for a lot of people, right? Um, so there's the member service aspect of it. And then there was the analysis portion of it and the data. And those two things together, really we saw clubs diving into like we've never really seen before. Um, we as an organization, uh, we had to respond pretty quickly to a lot of what was happening in the industry. So on a pretty much daily basis, things were changing. Uh, different jurisdictions were opening and closing. People were on lockdown. I mean, you know, I'm talking to you here today. We, we just came out of a lockdown here in Toronto, right? So these things are continuing to happen. Um, and it doesn't make it an easy business to, to operate in for a lot of clubs, uh, managers, um, and members. So, you know, clubs are really looking for innovative ways to offer service to their members over the course of last year. And we saw some really innovative things happening early on. So clubs really turning to allowing their members to order online. And we were luckily in a good position because we had launched our online ordering platform in 2019. And it was really designed as a food pickup platform. So, you know, if you were out on the golf course and you wanted to order, you know, a sandwich and a drink at the turn, you'd be able to punch that in on your mobile app and pick it up on the way through. Well, pretty quickly, <laughs> clubs started taking that and using it and figuring out ways that they could kind of jerry-rig it and better service their members. So we saw things like pop-up stores opening up at clubs, grocery pickups, and pretty quickly the requests started rolling in for different features. So we got to work on developing things like advanced ordering, you know, ordering now for pickup at a later date. Uh, expanding the options so that they could start offering ordering from retail uh, facilities at the clubs. Um, you know, it, just looking at those types of things, uh, delivery. We've never really considered online ordering as a delivery option because so many clubs wanted people, you know, order and pick up on site. Uh, all of a sudden you had full-fledged delivery programs springing up out of clubs everywhere. And so we did things like you know, printing the name and the address on the chit that could be stapled to the bag and handed off to a driver and then taken to someone's home. So that was a big one that we saw in 2020. And that's one that I don't think is going away anytime soon, because now there's a certain standard of service that's been set and members are getting used to it and really enjoying it. So we think that that one's probably going to stick around. Um, but I think online ordering is, is probably one of the biggest areas of service that clubs really jumped on and ran with in 2020. Um, Moving on from that, I mean, a lot of clubs were really looking for safeguards as well as, you know, unique ways to service their members. So we did see a lot of interest picking up in self-service kiosks. So where you would still have members on site, but you wanted to limit the physical interactions that they were having with people, uh, you might want to put up a self-serve kiosk so that they could scan, you know, a bottle of water or a smoothie or um, a, an energy bar or something like that when they come out of the gym and, you know, scan it it gets charged to their member account and they can continue on about their day. So a lot more interest in 
uh, products like that where they could better service their members, but also limit those physical interactions. Um, we definitely saw increased interest in um, employee scheduling. And that was a big one, right? Being able to track where your employees were at any given time, uh, understanding you know, who they had been working with, who they may have been in contact with. Um, that was really something that we saw uh, kicking up for the first time. I mean, so many clubs still schedule people with pen and paper, right? Or they've got the big spreadsheet and you know, people have to come in and there's a lot of text message conversations between department managers and employees to figure out when somebody's working and shift changes and things like that. So um, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of desire to, to automate some of those processes. So again, things that we tried to respond to. Uh, but probably the, the biggest overall thing that we saw was communication. And, you know, clubs just really understood the fact that they needed to ramp up their communications. So the number of clubs that we saw that launched their own YouTube channels and had, you know, daily or weekly video digest was fantastic. It, we saw clubs for the first time creating such innovative and interactive, engaging content. Uh, and I shouldn't say for the first time. It wasn't the first time, but it wasn't widespread like we saw it become in 2020. And that was really cool to see. I mean, coming from a marketing perspective, I'm all about communication. I want people to communicate better, right? So um, it was really, really nice to see that happening. And then some of the other tools that people gravitated towards as well. So email marketing. You know, we hosted an email marketing webinar uh, back, I think, in November. And it was just one of our standard webinars. It was hosted by the marketing team. We were just kind of sharing some tips and tricks. And we had, I think, close to 400 people show up for that webinar. The appetite is, is pretty clear that people want to communicate with their, their members better and they want to open those lines of communication. So, you know, we, like that was a big one, email marketing. Um, push notifications through mobile apps, two-way communication back and forth between the club and the members, and then um, text messaging. So obviously a demand for text messaging that we are, uh, we're looking to fill earlier this year, a bit of a sneak peek of maybe something coming. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there's, there's lots of new and innovative ways that clubs are looking to, um, to really communicate with their members, open up those lines of communication the two way. And um, so, I mean, all positive things that came out of a pretty bad situation in 2020 that kind of continues into 2021 and hopefully we can put behind us soon enough. I mean, you're speaking to the two people here who are most excited about anything related to communication. So you're, you're speaking our language. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I mean, I could, I could kind of go on about it at length, obviously, right? Like I said, I'm a marketing guy. Uh, communication is what I, I pride myself on and, and my team. It's what we do at Jillness. We're, we're communicators, not just in terms of, uh, you know, creating leads and opportunities and things like that for our sales team, but we spend the majority of our time concentrating on how we can better communicate with our clients. And that's vitally important to us as an organization. So um, that's where we put a lot of our effort. Um, to get back to the club side of the thing though, data, right? Data was a hot trend coming into 2020. It remained a hot trend in 2020 and now in 2021, it's, it's just getting bigger. But the types of data that clubs were looking for has really kind of, I don't wanna say that it's completely changed, but there's a new spin on it. So. Clubs always cared about, you know, membership demographics, understanding the average makeup of their membership, um, you know, average age, um, gender, all those types of things, activities that people are interested in, the utilization of the club. That was all great, but really honing in on utilization became really, really important this year. And understanding utilization coupled with satisfaction 
is becoming kind of what I'm seeing is the new benchmark in the club industry to really understand how satisfied your members are. So the reason I think that one's important and is, I'll give you an example. So a friend of mine joined a club for the first time at the beginning of 20, uh, 2019. Yeah, at the beginning of 2019. And so avid golfer, right? Perfect club member. He's in his mid thirties. He's an avid golfer. Um, so, you know, on paper, he looked like an ideal member. He played golf at the club at least two or three times a week. He would dine at the club uh, once a week with his fiance. Uh, he enjoyed the amenities. He took advantage of everything. Um, you know, if I handed you all those stats on paper, you'd probably go ahead and, and say it, it's, you know, it's a stereotypically ideal member. They're taking advantage of the club. They're utilizing the facilities. They're engaged in what's going on. He didn't renew his membership at the end of the year. And the reason he didn't renew is because the club had not done a good enough job of onboarding and helping him de develop any connections within the club. No introductions to, you know, the men's leagues or trying to facilitate any type of social activity amongst him and the other members of the club. And so a lot of the time he kind of felt like he was on an island. And, you know, he did develop some connections at the club, but the, the club never solicited his feedback, never asked what they could do better with. Even when he decided not to renew his membership, they didn't engage him to try to understand why he was leaving and try to get better. So, you know, it was an unfortunate scenario, but that's, that's a great example of what I mean when I say that this intersection of club utilization and the facts and figures, and then understand the opinion of members and how they feel in terms of offering their feedback and their overall satisfaction. Those can be two completely different things, opposite sides of the spectrum, and uh, it's important for clubs to understand both. And we've definitely seen clubs moving in that direction in 2020. So looking at better options to survey their members, really to understand satisfaction after specific service experiences, and then coupling that with the data of the club. You know, what's my average member age, average member tenure? What are my risk factors? What, um, you know, what are the contributing factors that I see that are common amongst members that resign? So really digging into that membership demographic information as well to get a better picture of what makes your membership up today and then thinking about what it's going to be like in five to 10 years time as well. Um, I, I actually just got off a call with a membership director in South Florida and right before I, I came on here. And one of the interesting things that they're seeing is that, you know, in a market that was typically by a very static demographic for the first time ever, she's onboarding members with young families. And that is completely changing the dynamic of their club existence, how they communicate to their members, the types of programming that they offer, uh, how they're planning to market to prospective members, where they're planning to market, even you know, the language that they use in their communications. They have to start rethinking all of those things now because anybody can work from anywhere. And we're seeing people relocating for quality of life uh, because they can sit poolside and, and work all day, every day, and they can have their kids in a great school district and, uh, you know, lower cost of home ownership in certain states and certain areas. Uh, there's a lot of advantages of this new work from anywhere mentality that people are starting to really explore. And the club industry is going to be affected by this. So I think that people have started to uh, understand that idea a little bit more and are starting to make the changes and adjustments to better understand their membership and their satisfaction uh, to make sure that they're delivering the types of experiences that their members and their prospective members are gonna be looking for.